What is good, Rockzone? Tom here. Very quick note to say that we had this recording with Justine prior to Birmingham, so there are some Birmingham references, but we decided to keep them in because it just felt relevant to the conversation. Now on with the show. Hello, Ben and Max here. We just finished up with Justine. Did somebody say Justine? Honestly, what a sweet, sweet woman. Yeah, she was on it. She was so forthcoming in her story and also just such a nice person. Like generally. We speak yeah. to a lot of nice people, but she was especially nice. She she kind of labeled herself as a working mum. Mm. And my God, was she a mum? Like yeah. she just felt so safe in her yeah. embrace. Yeah. You know? I, I I was kind of felt like I was Skyping my mum when I was in New Zealand. Never been, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it felt like that. Um, the backstory behind this was that Justine, for all of those who are on our social medias, specifically Instagram, she is our number one biggest fan. Mm. I'm sorry if that offends other number one biggest fans, but man, yeah. like she tags us in every single post, comments on everything, shows us so much love and appreciation. It was it was just the right thing to do. Yeah, and it was just so happened she had an incredible story. Like she yes. has a really good story about. Being a working mum, how she fits in training around having a family. She also is a physio. Yes. So actually was able to comment on the perspective of like the movements in high rocks and how they benefit different muscle groups and what you should be training. So I think if, all in all, it was a really interesting conversation that we touched on some things that we don't necessarily get from our perspective. No. Also some stuff that we're not as uh, educated on in terms of not being healthcare professionals. Yes. Or mums. Yeah. Well, for that matter, you, maybe, um, I think to sum it up, it was a real talk from a real person. Mm. And I think it was a really good one. So hopefully you guys, well, I know you guys are going to check it out because we've bigged it up so much now. You can find us, Rockzone Pod, on Instagram, on TikTok. You can send us an email, hello at com, And more importantly, you can find Justine under Justine1019 on Instagram and Justine Annie on Facebook. Correct. I think she's quite an avid poster on there. Yeah. On Facebook. So. She's got, she's real good engagement, strong part of the community, recommend reaching out. Um, yeah, not a lot to say except for enjoy the episode. No, what's our new catchphrase? It's <laughs> Rock Zone in. I don't like it. <laughs> Six and yeah. ago, but now it's, now it's back down to five. Okay, that's yeah. good. But I think I'm going to let Ben do the honours. Oh, okay. He's come up with a catchphrase. A catchphrase oh. intro for you, Justine. So here we go. Shall I just roll straight in with that? <laughs> go straight into it. Yeah. Yeah. Did somebody say Justine? Hi, guys. Welcome to episode number 25 of The Rock Zone. As you probably guessed, we've got a lovely guest today called Justine. Uh, Justine, how are you doing? I'm really well. Thank you for that intro. I've never heard that one before. Really? That's a surprise. Yeah, as soon as you were messaging us all yeah. the time, I've been like saying it left, right and centre. And Max has been like, yeah, when she comes on, you've got to leave with that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, we followed through. We've done it. So um, it's great. Well, thank you for being here. Um, yeah, to give a fun. little bit of context, how about you just give us a, a little rundown of uh, who you are yourself before we get into it properly? Okay. It's like my dating profile, that, isn't it? <laughs> I, am, I am a first time High Rockser this season. I've watched the High Rocks. I fell in love with High Rocks. I'm training with my other half. I am a busy working mum of two um, and I'm a physio. There you go. 
That's Fantastic. my basic synopsis. <laughs> wow, that was so succinct. That was perfect. Episode over. Done. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> what else do we want to know? Um, so I know that you're from West Yorkshire, not too far away right. from the Manchester event, which is when you say you watched High Rocks, that is the first time you kind of mm-hmm. experienced what this is about, I guess, and watched a friend participate. Um so walk us through what it was like entering that that hall, and it was a was a grand old oh, venue. It's a beautiful so. building, it really is. Um, mm. And I walked in with my friend and my partner, and I have to say, for two girls walking in to walk in, and the first thing is lots of men running past you bare chested, <laughs> is pretty good. <laughs> um, I think there's a a lot of people that would agree with you around. (laughs) Well, me and Aggie were sold at that point. We were were quite happy. Um, But I think we walked in and and to give a context, I'm from a running background. I've been a runner. So you went into the exhibition hall, you saw a load of naked men and you thought, yeah, this is exactly what I want. I'm going two footed into this. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign my partner up. What's the next logical step? You've obviously come away. How do you begin to start out on your Hyrox journey? So the first thing we did was jump on the website, the, their main page, and we found that they had their training plans on there. Ooh. And so they had mm-hmm. their eight-week training plans, which they've taken off now. And I think it's because of the Fit App thing, but um, I've kept them. Um, yeah. And they <laughs> look really good. So have we, yeah. to be honest. Because <laughs> yeah. they're really good. And they we sort of looked at them and could work around sort of, and this was where I came into from from a, work-life family balance um right what are the weekly programs we need to do and how are we going to fit them around the days where we're free to do um but i must admit the first thing we came back was came back and did a, a little mini simulation um, oh, nice. ourselves and did half of everything and just thought oh, oh actually wow. this is potentially doable we actually we're not that bad we could do this um and so started doing some of the training quite loosely just picking and choosing then doing the workout when the workout of the day that comes out on the wednesday um, and then as soon as they were released, we, we went, right, who's going first? Who's volunteering? And, uh, and just booked it. So, yeah. Wicked. And then, so yeah, we've, um, obviously in the last eight weeks, we've upped that training and we're training together. So even though I'm not doing the event in Birmingham, I'm training with my partner to sort of motivate, push each other and coach each other. And then we'll flip that back yeah. over when it's my I bet that's time. quite interesting training with your partner knowing that you're doing different races and you mentioned um you said you looked at the plan and you were trying to fit that around family life mm-hmm. how is it trying to fit in high rocks training or using that to be some, something that you lean on whilst also like having a family i mean we're two young lads in southwest london we probably <laughs> don't know too much about trying to fit it around family life so we'd love to hear a little bit about that well it's I mean, we're quite lucky. The boys are 15 and 11 now, so they are that bit older, so I've not got tiddlies. Um, but it's working out because some of the the programmes, if we do them, like the one we're doing tomorrow, I think we've worked that's going to be about nearly an hour and a half for both of us doing oh, wow. it. So when you've then got the travel either side, it's trying to work that, right, we need to do that on a night where the boys are otherwise engaged. So we're not sort of going, oh, well, you've got to stay in the house for two hours on your own while we go trundling off to the gym. So we, we sometimes mix the order of the week up to fit around their schedule. Um, but in lockdown, we bought loads of weights as well. So we've got our own little gym. So like today's, we've done, um, it was lots of deadlifts, uh, not deadlifts, it was back squats, it was bench press and pull-ups. 
So that was one where we could easily do at home. So it's just been buying the kit so we can sort of do those ones that do a drill from home and the kids are around, we can do. So that's how so we played even, that around. even more money is thrown at it. Wow. Yeah. You are the perfect, <laughs> the perfect athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Well, you know, I, I think it's, it's funny because I, I alluded to I am a physio and sort of I work with a lot of people who've had stroke. That's my sort of special field. And I think when you see people who don't look after their bodies and then the ramifications, it really focuses you on keeping fit and the importance of keeping fit isn't just about what you look like. It's actually about the health. And I think that just, I don't spend my money on alcohol anymore. I'm, I'm a bit too old for that now. <laughs> on high it, rocks it, and weights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and it's, and it's quite nice because that's filtered over and the youngest will often, if we've got the barbell out, he'll mm. come and pick it up and, and do some lifting oh, well. as well. So it's, it's sort of filtering through. But there you yeah, go. that's it. That's really interesting. The idea that you're sort of, you're using Hyrox, but it's also setting an example in, in mm -hmm. family life. Is it, what, are, what are your kids' perspectives on Hyrox? Do they have one? Um, well, the eldest who's 15 is just embarrassed because mum walks around in not many clothes around the house and then she goes to the gym and that's just not seen. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so he just distances how, himself. How dare mum have an Instagram account? <laughs> absolutely, yeah. oh absolutely, God. yeah. Um, but the eleven-year-old thinks it's pretty cool. And he sees the stuff that we're doing, and he likes to have a try. So yeah, it's yeah, and I think it, it inspires it. He, I mean, the eldest is into football, so that's he's just a football boy. But um, but yeah, I think it's just the fact that they see us doing that that keeps them motivated. So it's it's that annoying age where I think you could do anything and whatever. Mum and dad do is going yeah. to be the most embarrassing thing, and how dare exactly. you do that and like yeah. try and impede on my social standing? Oh my god, mum, yeah. um, that's excellent. <laughs> is that? Is that? Well, I was going to ask if uh, maybe that's a top tip you could give for other uh, working parents. Get your kids inspired by it, but I, it seems like that might be a bit of a losing battle sometimes if they're well, in that pubescent phase. I think, yeah, when they get to that age, they're going to do what they want to do. And, and I can remember at that age, my parents embarrassing me, like you said, irrespective of what they did. But I think it's if you can get them engaged and even if it's just sometimes them holding a stopwatch and laughing and, you know, counting your reps for you and stuff, um, that works. And it's just, and that's, I suppose, where I was thinking that I wonder how other working parents are, are doing the high rock saying, are they managing to, to mix it up like that? or because what I'd hate is for people to think that it's all got to be gym-based and because I can't get to the gym regularly enough, Hyrox isn't open to me because it's almost, there are workarounds. Yes. And I mean, that's, you know, winding back to the very beginning, um, other than you being our number one fan, um, <laughs> this is what, what we kind of thought our anchor would be for this podcast. You being um, a mum of two, somewhat embarrassed children at times um how how do you manage and you asked if we knew anything about it obviously as ben alluded to we're probably the <laughs> the least qualified people to be talking about that um but uh that's what you're here hopefully to to kind of give your two cents worth on so other than perhaps getting them engaged with holding a stopwatch which is a great idea <laughs> I mean, I think everyone can do that without much effort. Is there anything else you thought has been working for you? I think one of the fun things, because we, we've got the dog and getting the dog, the boys had to take part in looking after her. So quite a few of the running ones, we've been able to tie that in with the dog walk so we can take the kids out or I'll go out and do it. So if it's a running based one, it's right. I'll time that with the dog walk, kill two birds with one stone. 
So I think it's just being really creative and flexible sometimes, and it may not be to the letter of the training plan, um, but then I'll try and compensate in other ways. So I might do a bigger distance or more reps or more weights when I'm using the weights to try and all, almost offset where those ones I've not been able to follow to the letter. So It's yeah. interesting, this idea of like flexibility and obviously like having a family is, is a dynamic thing that changes mm -hmm. all the time. Like, and you're changing your training plan adapts for it. Like what sort of examples of being able to sort of maybe find time, like, are there any sort of ways in which you're like, oh, actually I'm going to use this moment to not watch Netflix or I'm going to go and do this. Is this something uh, that you kind of, well, I mean, I would definitely just watch Netflix, <laughs> let's face it, probably grab a Big Mac at the same time. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, I'd just lo love to hear it, your thoughts on trying to find extra time in the day. Well, I think sometimes it's the weekends are the one where we try and do the biggest push because we can get up early and go and crack on and do that while they're still laying in bed and lounging around and uh, playing on the Xbox and they don't notice that nobody around as much as on like a school night. So we will often, so like one of the things Mike did last night was sort of say, like, what's this week's program? Like, let's sit down and work out which is going to work on which day and what time no. for us. That um, is so and, disciplined. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Have I ever done that? No. no. Have you ever done that? No. <laughs> but you don't need to, though, because your, your time is your own and you can just flex it That's so as you true. want, can't you? That's so Whereas true. Whereas we're trying to balance it. Right? When, when's the little one's football match? When's the eldest football match? What homework do they need help with? When does the dog need to go out? And it's almost that trying to sort of like, where do we fit and grab our time and make it quality time, not rushed time? So, um, so yeah, it's... He's taught me to be organised as the other half, so I have to give him that credit. So that, that's where it comes from. It's not my I natural. Mean, I'm not <laughs> sure how many people are that disciplined, even being being diligent enough to download the the, the programs before yeah. they vanish as well. I mean, yeah. that's well, I didn't that's I didn't know good. they were going to vanish. I just put them on my phone, so it's easier when you go to the gym just to pull your photo up, isn't it, on there? But um, so yeah, and then somebody said I, they're I not did on the there same. anymore. I think <laughs> they they disappeared with the uh, with the website refresh because I remember yeah. like trying to click the download link and they wouldn't actually go through and I was yeah. like oh this is interesting okay. yeah I I have um, a different question now um, I think I'm gonna circle back to your one top tip for every working parent later on so you know let that <laughs> mull over a little bit um, but you're obviously very prominent on social media. That's how we found you and you found us. And I guess, yeah, that way. Um, how did that come about? Why did you think I, Justine, am going to make an Instagram page and document almost everything every day, putting us to shame as, you know, content creators, <laughs> I guess. You're producing way more than we are. How, how did that come about? Well, I could say it was to be embarrassed a teenager, but no, it wasn't quite ah. bad. No, it was more a case of Facebook is just that, what you want to share with just your family, your friends, oh, I've been here or I've done that and, and that sort of thing. Um, but when I started changing and doing more of the weight stuff, and I suppose probably about 12, 18 months ago, maybe just got a bit more serious and thought, I can't just stand in the gym and just randomly do whatever I fancy today. I need to get a bit more of a plan. I wanted a bit of a catalogue my own journey a little bit. Um, and sort of, and I, I video it and it's, but I suppose that's part of the physio in me as well is so I can go back and watch my form. So I will quite often go back through my old reels and look and go, oh, actually I'm doing loads better with that deadlift really? now. Really? You know, taking taking yeah. your, your own worst self-critic uh, to, to a new extent there. Yeah, but it, it's, 
It's really motivating though, because when you can see that your technique is as improved, but actually so is the weight that you're lifting or the number of reps you can do, or you don't look quite as red and frizzy afterwards. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah. the sort of things that sort of motivate you to keep going. So sometimes on those, and I suppose it's something I say to my patients as well, just record everything. Because on those days where you feel like nothing's working and nothing's going right, flick back over the last couple of weeks or months and you'll see how far you've come. And uh, so it's kind of practice what I preach, I guess. That's a really interesting way to approach training and specifically high rocks training in terms of the traditional, almost you film yourself deadlifting, you film yourself doing quite complex movements in the gym. It, do you have any like recommendations or tips as a physio for sort of high rocks exercises? Are there, is there anything that you sort of think, oh, you know what, these movements are better for natural behaviors or anything like that. I mean, I'm pretty inexperienced in what I'm about to ask you about. So whatever you can add in terms of from a qualified point of view. It's a shame Tom's not here. He, he yes. actually has a video for his knee. I don't do ACLs. Oh, I don't like sports injuries. Oh. Give me a damaged brain and I'm fine. <laughs> I can do That's with me them. after a couple of parties. <laughs> I think probably the, the biggest thing, and I, I, that's why I was, when we looked at the training plans, is the sort of things that we know and I suppose from the running community, lots of people always get injured. It always tends to come down to the same sorts of things, that people don't work their core and their glutes enough and heavy enough to really build the stamina in them. Um, so that's something when I have treated sports people um, and you can usually go back and there is usually that imbalance or that poor stamina load in those and other muscles take over. Um, and a lot of the high rocks work really does get you to have to engage those muscles. So actually, it's, I don't know who's put that plan together, but it's a very cleverly thought out plan. Um, and I think well, it's that, interesting you say that because <laughs> uh, that was that, <laughs> no, I can't take credit for that, unfortunately. But we did just sit down with the the founder of the 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 high rocks concept, and he very eloquently explained that it's very German and very efficient and very yeah. well throughout thought out sorry so there is mm -hmm. there is logic behind mm. and it's apparently supposed to yeah. test your every single mm. sporting yes. ability speed strength fitness yeah mm. yeah absolutely i would agree you, you mentioned just then about training load in terms of like for glutes and um i can't remember what the other Cool. Yeah, cool. That was the one you don't have. Yeah, the one I don't have. Thanks, Max. Um, <laughs> then, what, what would be a a symptom for those listening that would say, you know what, I'm training it, but I'm not loading it enough? Okay, so the classic sort of things people complain about that we hear is people with plantar fasciitis, they call it, and sore feet, knees. I've got sore aching knees, and the other one is back pain. So when people can you just say that again? I don't have pain. sore feet. I have no, no, no. It, I well, don't have people, I don't... It, plantar fasciitis. So you may have That's heard you of got, people mate. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I've heard we of don't... plantar fasciitis, but I've not heard of plantar Plantar fasciitis. It's, it's plantar what fasciitis. It is, it's, it's known now as plantar fasciopathy, and it, it's to do with sort of the fascia on the bottom of your foot. So the bit that's right on the sole of your foot and how that controls and helps stabilize your foot. And what we find often in a lot of people who are who are complaining of those symptoms don't actually have true plantar fasciopathy, but actually are overusing those smaller ankle and foot muscles to compensate for weakness further up. And often when you go back and really test sort of the strength and stamina in their glutes, you'll find that quite often there's a, a deficiency there. 
So there you go. So if you've got ankle or knee problems, get your bum checked out. Go and get a physio yeah. to look at your bottom and check it's working properly. That's a really good tip. I mean, <laughs> not to do you out of a job, but I think you've done a lot of other people that, well, probably made a lot of jobs for a lot of people where they've gone, oh, actually, I should get my, get my ass checked out. My ass checked. Um, I was going to ask, Justine, um, so would you think by virtue of training for high rocks and competing in a race, um, would you be training your glute and your plantar fas fasciitis? Is that right? Yeah, that's, you, that's wouldn't, you wouldn't be trained. I was going to say, the, the plantar fasciitis is the condition. That's the problem. Yeah, right. Nice, so if I've you're, used it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're training um, your body as a whole and making sure that you're covering all your main muscle groups, but really putting on a focus on those, those big, strong ones, then you shouldn't really. And I think that was one of the things that Christian was saying in, the, in one of the previous recordings, because I did listen, um, and he was talking about it was scientifically picked out, the ones that they had chosen, because they had the least chance of injury when you're fatigued, which is perfect. And that, I suppose that, that's why I go, yeah, it's fantastic. Because some of the other ones, and I think you were talking about flipping the tyre, and that was the first thing when, I don't know which, I can't remember which one of you mentioned it, and the first thing that went through my head was, oh, you wouldn't want to be doing that at the end when you're really tired, the chance of it. And, and he explained that was exactly the reason why they didn't do it. And it's, yeah, so it's get your bottom trained, get your core trained, and everything else will fall more or less follow on if you follow the plan. Okay, final <laughs> question on that before we stop talking about bums and tums. Um, <laughs> what, what would be your one go-to exercise for Hyrox athletes specifically to train your core and your bum? Well, I'm really biased because I teach Pilates as well. So I would oh, say, oh, okay. yeah. So I would say any of the Pilates style exercises, but not doing them nice and gentle where you don't break a sweat. You need to do it where you are really properly coming out, feeling red and hot and sweaty and you're taking your jumper off and you feel achy the next day. So if, if there's anything, that's the adjunct, I would say, because it's really good doing all the hardcore, lifting the weights and doing the cardio stuff, but really switch on those stabilizers, which are all the ones around your tummy, around the side, around your bottom and the back of your shoulder and back as well. So if it was one tip, I'd say invest in a couple of uh, Pilates classes just to get yourself in that track so you don't miss out. I'm saying that really, deadlifts, that's... deadlifts are fab. Yeah. <laughs> Deadlift. <laughs> Why not? Uh, season deadlifts. <laughs> Bang. That's the episode title right there. Uh, so to, to add an extra layer uh, to that question and sort of circle back to the idea of dynamically working your high training around a family, what sort of exercises, obviously you can't do deadlifts at home, uh, or not a lot of people can, what sort of home exercises would be the sorts of things that uh, you would recommend for trying to not get Plantar fasciitis. Oh, nice. Do you know one, of, one of the... Plantar <laughs> fasciopathy. There you go. Just stick with that. Forget the itis bit. Um, do you know squats? Squats are one of the best things that you can do because, again, it's working a lot of the lower limb muscles. It does switch on the core a little bit, but you can load it up. So you can do things like adding heel raises on, so that will work when you're smaller ankle and foot muscles. You can load it up with the weights, so you're putting more weight on you for anyone that's got a weighted vest, which is cheaper than buying a great big barbell and weights. Um, mm. Have a 25 kilo dog and you can hold the dog while you do it. That, that's the other option. Ooh, yeah. Or hold a child under each arm to load yourself up. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> Properly bring the family in the fold. <laughs> Absolutely. 
tea time training. But yeah, that that's probably one of the best exercises that, you know, if you just literally, I've got nothing else I can be doing in the house today because I've got little ones running around the knees and things like that. That's the one that we would always tend to. And uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, I was just going to mention, you mentioned the idea of a weighted vest. Um, the, like, because we've got such an interesting expert on the line, I think it's only appropriate to ask um, your opinion. The New York uh, race was held and they had a separate category that was sponsored by, was it Ruck, Go Ruck or Ruck Fest or something, which was a weighted vest category in the High Rocks. Do you, like, what's your perception of trying to do a high rocks with a weighted vest? Is it is that everything and more? Is that... Yeah, you just get where, really sweaty. <laughs> yeah, true. Probably true. You just yeah. get really sweaty and smelly in the vest. There's no need. <laughs> <laughs> start, I think for those people... The... <laughs> for those people that really want to push themselves and they know that high rocks for them is, I suppose, an easier thing and they want that extra challenge, then, yeah, by adding those extra weights on, they're certainly going to push their body... Much harder for, for, I for think... everyone listening. There was um, some sarcastic air quotes that were added to the <laughs> easy there by Justine. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think for the rest of us, the bog standard people out there who are doing it for personal challenge, and I, I liken it to people who enter a marathon but are not racing a marathon, they're running a marathon. Um, then actually, yeah, if you want to really give yourself that challenge, do it. But I just feel really sweaty and stinky after I've used the best, so mm. I won't be. Fine. Yeah. I don't even think I need to try to know that. I think, I think that's like a verbatim, like not verbatim, that's a given. Um, one final topic that we would like to touch on would be the community aspect. So you said that where you're based and given your hectic lifestyle, um, that PFT tours aren't necessarily a given for you, that what, what a lot of us have used to get into High Rocks, get your friends into High Rocks. I mean, appreciably, you went to, what, the coolest venue there was on the UK tour, which is Manchester. But beyond that, I think it's quite hard to stay motivated if you don't have that physical interaction a lot of the time. So personally, other than, this is not a ploy to, to set you up to say the rock zone has been <laughs> you my know beyond what I'm end say, yeah. <laughs> but, but other than that, what have you found in terms of the community that's, that's helped you along your journey? I think the fact that you've got, and like it came out because I was talking to Max and saying about how where we are, there are no gyms around here that are affiliated. None of our friends are into this, apart from our friend who lives a fair little distance ago, um, who we went to watch. And it's great that we've got each other, that we motivate each other. But I think we found when we used to run, you'd bounce your ideas off, you'd compete against other runners, you'd get that nice running group feel. So we've used the community, I think, in lieu of that. And certainly, one of the things I was saying to you, why. I clicked with the podcast was because just listening and the manner in which you present and the things that you're bringing out, the sort of things that I've been naturally chuntering to people in a gym about and sort of, well, how do you find this? And, you know, what are your tips when you're doing the, the kettlebells? And are you overtraining? Are you, are you doing more weight than you should do? Or are you sticking to plan? Or, you know, what are you doing about food? And all those sorts of things that if I was down in London at an affiliated gym, I could probably get every time I go. I'm relying on on you guys and the Facebook page to be able to bounce those questions and hear those sort of conversations and chats go, oh, yeah, I heard this today. Maybe we need to think about that. And that's, that's sort of been really key for me and helped keep me motivated because I think otherwise when we'd signed our money back in whenever to do them, 
if we didn't have that, it'd probably be something that does sort of fall off and, and don't quite get that motivation the same Naturally, to keep going and yeah. pushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. have you found that off the back of your posting, people have engaged with you and you've started those conversations yeah. as well? Interesting. Yeah. What's been the yeah. what's been the most uh useful or quirkiest thing that's come out of uh off the top of your head? Oh, off the top of my head. I thought you were gonna say what what's the most often thing I've been and because that was where do you get your both? training plans from? That's a great from? question as well. Let's do, let's do both. Let's do both. Where'd you get, where'd you get your training bubble, plans yeah. from? And I said, oh, from the High Rocks page. Oh, it's not there anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. And then quickly, um, I don't know if I should say, I DM somebody and said, hey, do you want the plans? Here. Um, <laughs> yeah, bootleg, bootleg plans. Get in touch with Justine, guys. You can tap her up. And what's the quirkiest thing? Oh, gosh. Um, I did put one in the volunteers page, which was a very, very girly question, but got a massive response the other day was, what do you wear as a volunteer? Is it going to be hot? Is it cold? Is it shorts or leggings? And I got a mountain of responses to that. Um, so, and, but it's what was the little consensus? things like that. Consensus was the aircon will be on full. The athletes will get really hot. You will stay cold. Put a base layer on and wear leggings. Nice. So yeah, good tip. So, yeah, that's yeah, tip. yeah, that's right. But those are the sort of daft things that, you, you don't know it if you don't ask, but, and the community, nobody laughs at your questions and goes, huh? What's up? Yeah, but, well, no, because you know, everyone who's in it is, yeah. is thinking the exact same <laughs> yeah. like, shit. Am I wearing shorts or leggings? Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. It's like when we go to Birmingham, we're going to be like, right, guys, this is where the toilets are located. So yeah. you yeah. know exactly where you need to go. It's like, it's those <laughs> yeah. dumb questions, which the community is good for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and exactly. it is because, I mean, that, that's one of the issues that we will be aware of as a couple, where are the toilets? And so, you know, although people think that's a laughing joke for some athletes, that'll be a really imperative thing for them to know, you know, so it's, it yeah. That's why it's, Ben's, Ben's prepped his toilet review. Yeah. It's coming, <laughs> coming in future episodes. Yeah. Call me Can't a wait. sommelier of urinal things. <laughs> God, that's so weird. It's very graphic. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. Um, I asked you earlier what your one top tip was as a working mum that you can give to all of the other mums and dads out there who are listening. Um, maybe let's phrase it in a term of if if you're not already signed up for a high rocks, why? What's the one thing that's made you sign up? Besides the naked men. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's for the mums out there. Um, <laughs> do you know, I think it, it's the thing is it's it's something where you can challenge yourself and because it's not quite the beat yourself about the bush because you've not been out for your three runs a week, I think this is a really flexible way and you can substitute and you can flex things. So I would, I suppose that was my one take home onto people to hear that it's doable. You know, I'm, I'm working pretty much full time and I've got two kids. So I do another job on the side, but you can fit it around life and that's why High Rocks, mm. I think, has appealed to us so much. Um, my top tip, be really nice to everybody else in the house so that they happily let you go off and do it. Um, so you're not having to beg and borrow time and babysitters. It's, you know, give and take. And that's the thing, Excellent. probably the big thing for us that works. Oh, that, that, that's giving me the, the feels. That's so awesome, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's wicked. That's so good. Well, I think the all-important question, even more than the one just asked, or and I think Ben knows what's coming. Well, I think Justine probably knows what, what, what this question is. Blank stares, but she will do in a, in a, in a, in a little while. I'm going to need all of Justine's um, clients to turn their ears away for a second, because I'm going to ask you what your 
go-to cheat meal is going to be once you've completed your two, well, at the moment two, who, know, who knows, you might sign up for a few more High Rocks races this season. What have you got in mind? What are you going to completely Pizza. pig out on? Pizza. Oh, yeah, we've been, on the we've, been talk we've been talking about this the last couple of weeks. It's going to be pizza. Saturday night in Birmingham, we're coming for you, even though I won't have competed. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> Manchester. <laughs> yeah. I, I will eat in support. Um, but yeah, no, it will be dirty pizza. Oh, yeah. well, talk to me. No, no, no. We're not getting yeah. away with it. Yeah. What, like, talk to me. Are we talking pizza slut, Domino's? Like, do where are we going? you know what? It probably will be Domino's, which is really tragic. Oh. But oh. do you know what? A good Domino's, it's it's sick, but it, it, it is good. It's top tier. <laughs> I mean, my, my one tip for Domino's, which I discovered the other day, it's a bit of a hack, is to actually ask them to put garlic butter on top. Another level. Another tier. It's fucking oh. greasy as hell. But like, oh. I'll tell you what, you it's good You've feels. earned it though after a high rock, haven't you? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. What, what's your what's your Domino's order? What, what do you do? Uh, the spicy veggie one. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Lots of peppers on there. Lots of chilies on there. Yeah. Right. But we also need a dessert and the drink of choice as well. Oh, now, oh. Now, do you know what? With drinks, this is a bit of a sado one. When I've done all my, my halves and my marathons in Manchester, Erdinger turn up with their non-alcoholic beer, which I must thought was a bit of a, oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. So that is my drink of choice now, which is a bit weird. But yeah, their non-alcoholic uh, beer, it's very, very nice. So it'd be one of those with my dirty pizza and then any custard pudding afterwards. Any oh, custard pudding. No. Don't care. As long as it's custard. Okay. Feels. We might have to come out for you with that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Find someone well, that does beer and pizza and custard pudding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, I think. Um... That's that's all we have to say. Yeah, right now. I think that that's been a fantastic dive on who you are as a person, <laughs> Justine. Your experience, your relationship with your family in High Rocks. I think the only thing that I'd, we'd like to just say to you is like, good luck in the race. I mean, Thank you're you. not racing right now, but you're racing later in the season, and we're going to yeah. see you there, and hopefully, we'll see you and everyone else listening at Birmingham you in will. Well, it's two weeks now. I've dated the episode, weeks. but it's two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's going to be good. Um, yeah. Thank yeah. you well, so much for sitting down. No, that's not well, I'm standing Justine... up, actually, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, ever the physio. <laughs> Justine, I think, has listened to every single one of our episodes without failure. So she knows what the cue is. And I mm. think I would like, for the first time ever, our guest to wrap up the episode and prompt us to say our catchphrase. So the floor is yours. Rock zone out. Rock zone out. Rock zone out. I was I was hoping for a bit more, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Straight in with it. Yeah. <laughs> just straight in. Okay, okay. Just in that case, in. then I will just say, dinned it. That's the go-to mantra that's stuck in the head. Dinned it. Yes. Yeah. Dinned it. Ah, then dinned rock it. zone out. Didn't do it. Do it now. Do it properly. Rock zone out. Rock zone out. <laughs>